This is Minnesota Native News. I'm Marie Rock. This week, reporter Melissa Townsend has the latest on a homeless tent camp in Minneapolis. There are roughly 300 people, mostly Native, in the camp. Some are calling it the Wall of Forgotten Natives. Here's Melissa Townsend with more. Linda Eagle Speaker is a Blackfeet elder who works with the Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center in Minneapolis. When I first heard about these, these camps, there were only five tents then. And so now its population has climbed up to over 300 people. I came, <coughs> came walking over. Let me get my water. As I went through and I talked to all of the families as I'm coming along, their number one fear is their fear of being here at night. Because the way that this camp is set up is that on this side closest to the Indian Center in McKaigan, you've got all the families and the healthy families. And then you have the single adults that are working and are trying really hard. But at the other end of the camp, you have all those that are addicted to every kind of drug that you can imagine. And at nighttime when we go away, they come out to play. On one end of the camp, two young girls are playing with dolls in a cardboard box near an elder woman sitting in her wheelchair and younger adults standing talking. At the other end of the camp, it's mostly young men and women. No elders, no children. I saw one person in a tent filling a syringe. Two people have died here in the past few weeks. One woman reportedly from an asthma attack. One man from causes not yet made public. Fruit snacks! Okay. Fruit snacks? Joy Friedman walks through the tents handing out snacks. She's an outreach worker, also with the Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center. At the center's headquarters, she runs support groups for women who have left abusive relationships. She's here hoping to connect with her relatives to begin conversations about getting helpful services. But she says when folks decide they do want help, it's getting harder and harder to find it. Like I said, I used to be an individual who slept on the streets and in wherever I could and ate out of trash cans. And it's like the services I had then are no longer here now. So that makes it even less. I can get a girl a a Rule 25 today, but she has to wait four to six weeks for a bed. A Rule 25 is the first step to getting into a drug treatment program, and a bed would be in an inpatient treatment facility. Shelters, I can't even get them in shelters right now. They're full. Domestic violence shelters, they're full around Minnesota. So this is not just here. It's in this landscape of scarce resources that Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry has committed to partnering with tribes and urban Native leaders to create housing for everyone in this camp before winter. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm calling to order. The City Council Housing Committee met on September 12th to talk about a short-term plan to do that. In the next three weeks, yes, three weeks, the City Council plans to find a site and build a temporary structure to house services and beds for all those in the camp. It would be called a navigation center to steer people into support services and long-term housing. The location is unclear, but Metro Native leaders want that site to be near the Native American Cultural Corridor. What's also unclear is who is going to pay for it. At this city council meeting, council member Lisa Goodwin spoke up. We don't have the deepest pockets, and we should hold our colleagues at other level of levels of government accountable for stepping up. Council member Alondra Cano didn't necessarily disagree with her, 
but she did add. So I don't want to kick the can to the county. I don't want to kick the can to the schools or to MPHA. I want to be held responsible for the power and the position and the responsibility that we have here today. The two women then shared some tense words off mic. Back at the camp, Linda Eagle Speaker, again the elder with the Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center, is walking through the tents with a person from the county's housing services. Linda takes her to five specific families. I interviewed that county worker, but they later told me they didn't want to go on the record because the situation was becoming more political than they had realized. Linda Eagle Speaker is among those who hope a game of political football doesn't leave homeless Native families out in the cold. I'm going to come through in the next couple of days. I want to see those tents gone. For Minnesota Native News, I'm Melissa Townsend. Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota.